us. Thanks, Josh and Josh. Thank you. you guys for having on. Hi. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little about a couple different things. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some flight test content with uh, a new plane yep. coming out. Uh, and then some new lease on life with a couple other plans that we're going to revamp. Uh, we also got a little bit of uh, flight test uh, STEM and mm-hmm. some Love is Red conference yeah. with Josh Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, a community showcase uh, situation with a yep. massive glider. Um, and also going to look at some more uh, of your guys' questions. Ho- hopefully oh, we'll be better stewards of the times, which means he has a timer now. Yes. Which means I don't get to ramble. We got it's, it's not even it's not even rolling more, yet. More Q and A. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of as you can hear. I can I can put it up and go to different levels, but we're gonna we're gonna do a specific time frame. We're gonna give ourselves some thirty minutes today. Okay, how do you feel about that? It's not gonna right happen. <laughs> that never happens. This cake's gonna be burnt. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, we're gonna try to be uh, conscious of the time today, so we can get some more questions answered from the community. Cool. We haven't been able to do that as much lately. So uh, so. In that, we're going to go straight into a uh, new plane, new yeah. planes, plane, et cetera. Let's, uh, let's we, talk about the MiG-3. Oh, this is exciting. Um, you know, in the past, one thing we really love is uh, community releases, community collaborations as well. And uh, we've uh, talked a lot of really great things about Dan Sponholz, Keegan Sponholz. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've also in the past, a long time ago, did uh, some uh, content with Nerd Nick. Right. And uh, this is really exciting. This is a community collaboration that's about, what, two years old maybe? I, something yeah, around the that works for a while. Yeah. It's been in the works for a long time. And you know, it's kind of sad because we were going to partner this back originally with the Shinden. And uh, the idea was the MiG 3, the Shinden coming around, and we're going to collaborate with Nerd Nick. Uh, if anyone doesn't know who Nerd Nick is, he is a brilliant designer. Great guy. Uh, loves, up, Nick? loves speed and loves really pushing the Like extremes. planes that go fast. Speed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I got to be specific. He loves, he loves, uh, Speed. <laughs> planes that go fast. Yes, um, and uh, what his passion really was is pushing like foam board airplane designs up to about 120 miles an hour. Mm, and wow. he would do this using some unique techniques like taking aluminum, cutting it out, bending it, things like that. And also uh, he would also use heat guns and get the trailing edges all tapered down and everything. Okay. And you really need some of those advanced techniques to get foam that fast. Right. And our desire was is because, you know, frankly, that design was amazing, but it was also very difficult to build and took a lot of extra step. And for our main core of the community, we wanted to simplify that. And two years ago, our, our goal was to collaborate with him and come up with a new version that would be simplified. And it's kind of gone back and forth, you know, ever since then. Uh, the Shinden was, uh, you know, one flew great, one flew terrible, and we just didn't have a clear conscience about releasing it. And uh, so the MIG got put off, got put off, got mm-hmm. put off. And, uh, you know, obviously we kept designing and learning more. Nick kept designing and learning more. And when we got to revisit it finally, because the Shinden will be coming out, um, our great beta builders, Dale Stratton, really – took this under his wing and killed it, um, figured out the, the anomalies because they had the same ones. Right. And uh, so we're back on schedule with that. But by the time we revisited the MiG, it's like, you know, why are we taking something that's exceptionally fast and trying to simplify it where it's neither easy nor is it uh, fast anymore, mm-hmm. you know? So we decided to do it a collaboration instead of a release. And we're going to be showcasing Nerd Nick's um, MiG-3, 120-mile-an-hour uh, version as he nice. originally designed it. And then we're going to have, I don't want to say a dumbed down because it's not dumbed down, but it's a, a simplified version called the FT MiG-3. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we learned between now and then, especially with water-resistant foam board, was how to get rid of poster board for the most part. And right. that's that's probably the most exciting thing about it. Yeah. So yeah. so Nerd Nick, thank you for everything. Uh, we'll, yeah. We'll, he's He's been a great uh, member of the community for a yeah. while now. Yeah. And so it's really exciting to see the uh, MiG-3 come into light finally. And he, he has a lot of passions too. He has his own website, you know, nerdnick.com. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do in the release video is we're going to really showcase and celebrate who he is because one thing that's in our hearts, we want to 
really, you know, the community has given us this platform. We want to showcase the community as much as possible yeah. in all the exceptional things they do. Right. So you're going to see in the video, you're going to see us obviously talking about his design, showing B-roll of the speed and all that stuff. And then we'll also be showcasing our version of that, right. uh, which obviously he did have his hands in as well, too. Exactly. The biggest thing I'm excited about ours is ours builds in about three hours. Okay. Uh, it will hit about 80 miles an hour if you run down a four cell, which is still pretty good speed wise. Yeah, it's a good speed, especially for uh, for foam and yeah. for you know people who aren't looking to get 120, 130 miles per hour out of their their beast. And when you figure, <laughs> you know, that 120 mile an hour, there's going to be people that are absolutely drawn to that. But when you mm-hmm. think about that speed, that's almost two times as fast as my full scale airplane. If you think about it in that that's perspective, insane. that chews up a lot of ground. Not everyone's going to be able to fly. And also, our whole goal is for people to fly together, mm-hmm. which means we need to match the speed of the Mustang, the Spitfire, and try to keep that comparable so people can have a lot of fun. Right. So, uh, you know, this version builds fast just like that, but we have learned a lot. And uh, getting to it, one thing we did do I'm really excited about is back when we did the Mustang Mini, mm-hmm. I started doing a lot more hatches. Right. And uh, now what we have is we have no more poster board. We actually have a hatch on the front that removes completely. You know, pull this off. Yes. For those of you just oh, listening. That's fantastic. Look at that. So – so this the is actually off. that's molded foam board, and uh, our water resistant foam board is just phenomenal for this. That you can is mold so it. cool. And uh, learned a lot with the Sea Duck about mm-hmm. molding, and really fell in love with that. So we wanted to push that a little bit farther. And then also this back turtle deck is all molded foam board as well. This gives you a nice clean cavity to be able to go right in, put your battery on it. A lot and of then space. Close it up. Tons yeah. of space, and uh, we can actually even pull the pot up really easy, um, and and hook it in, which is a, like a kind of a difficulty with some of right. our earliest models. Mm-hmm. Um, this has inspired us to really take things differently. We're going to go back to uh, the Mustang and the Spitfire and make a version two in the near future as well too. Nice. And we're going to be doing the top hatch design. We're going to be putting landing gears on like the Spitfire. This actually has ability for landing gear as well. Okay. Uh, maybe even to introduce some flaps as well. Oh, we wow. Slow them down and stuff because they perform great. But our whole goal is we want people building as a group, flying as a group, making memories. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely, once again, I'm going to go back to thanking Nick Lechner is his full name mm-hmm. uh, for all his contributions and doing. If you guys want to support Nick, there's a couple different things you can do. You can go to his website, give him some love. All of his plans are free downloadable, and he does have a donate tab. Right. And the coolest thing about the donate tab is if you download his plans, consider giving him two, five bucks. Right. You know, give him a couple dollars. Uh, throw a couple bucks his way. Give him the ability to continue in his hobby and continue to develop. He may even uh, make his own speedboat kits, and if he does, we'll definitely post a link for that right. too. Um, because you know, our main goal with flight test is really to see the whole hobby grow. Yep. Is to see the whole, you know, the, the water level rises, uh, it raises all the ships. Mm-hmm. And uh, when people in our community are inspired to make great things, we want to showcase that. Yep. So uh, I think that's about it. But the MIG's coming out, and last thing I'll talk about that is uh, 3D printed parts. Right. This, now, is, this is something really this exciting. Is really, really cool. This is uh, something that we've obviously been doing recently with some of our. Uh, Quads and planes and yeah. even even other stuff on the store, yeah. uh, making different little three D printed parts. Uh, but for this one specifically, there's going to be some. You know, I see some <laughs> so there's going to be some cool yeah. little designs cool. that uh, the community members have helped out with. There's some things that poster board just can't do. There's some things foam just can't do. Right. And a couple key details. Who That's awkward. The, oh oh my goodness. Hey, it's Fred Provost. Hey, hey Fred. <laughs> well, let, hello, Fred. Uh, right, thanks no. for being part of our podcast. <laughs> really appreciate it. Uh, well, well, we've, we've talked about Fred before in the podcast. Fred is great. All right, let me, I'm sure he's done some 3d printed stuff as well. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna my phone. there we go. It's all good. All right. 
I'm so sorry. We're all about community bit. here, so yeah, it's good to have Fred. people on the podcast. Leave it to Fred to derail a podcast. Oh, oh, you know, man. I bet you he knew. Thanks, Fred. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't TJ, TJ for once. Just like, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't me. <laughs> um, oh, so long story short, there's certain things foam board can't do, mm-hmm. uh, and that would take so much work if you made them. They wouldn't be strong enough, brittle enough, but 3D printers have changed that world. Mm-hmm. And since we started offering 3D printers on our uh, – on our store, but also like 3D lab prints. I mean, people are making their own airplanes and our community is just killing it with great designs. Um, the beta builders and specifically, again, Dan Sponholes. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that guy ever even sleeps. I, I'm really concerned for him <laughs> because because he's got a son. Yes. Awesome son. Doing some crazy stuff. You know, you're right. He probably never does. Yeah. And if he does, it's it's two oh. ten minutes here or something like that. And Dan is also, if you guys like and appreciate what the plans look like now, Dan is a person just to, to kind of remind mm-hmm. you that draws all our plans and, and also kind of drives a lot of the beta builders. And there's just so many people. I always forget to thank everyone. And I apologize. Any of the beta builders I haven't given proper love to, I apologize. And also the community. Um, but this is exciting because now what we have the ability to do is instead of going to the hobby shop and spending six bucks on a spinner that doesn't quite look right, mm-hmm. we can design things exactly to fit and, and look nice on our foam board designs and really take them to another level. That's awesome. And make them strong. So what Dan did is he made this beautiful spinner. And by the way, I thought that uh, when I saw this from Chad, I thought that this was actually acetone dipped. It's not. The resolution is that good oh, wow. on these parts from the uh, from the 3D printer we offer. So uh, this is a two-piece spinner. It looks beautiful on the front nose. Look at that. And then over here, there we go. Those are the exhaust sides for that. Now he's also, Dan's also going to go back and, and make exhaust ports for the Spitfire yes. and the Mustang as well. And our hope is to give a whole bunch of free files where people can, you know, do free downloadable prints mm-hmm. and uh, and print out their own parts to really make these foam board plans look good. And uh, it's it's pretty cool that he did the radiator for the Peaton pole. Right, he did. And uh, and now the spinner and stuff, so. Looks great. We're going to be filming this episode this week. We haven't yes. had the best weather, but uh, hopefully it'll get out this week. And uh, I'm really excited. Yeah, and it's it's cool to see that the community is bringing different oh things gosh, to yeah. the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of people that uh, with 3D printed parts, uh, different plans. Also, on the note of Dan Sponholtz, we he did uh, we just did a community showcase yeah. um, on the uh, on the articles page. Um, if you want to know more about Dan and what he does and how he kind of got into mm-hmm. flight tests and stuff like that, go and check that. I'll have that link down below. Uh, it's a really cool little article. He also talks a little bit about the plans and and how he does it. He's a great resource, as yeah. well as a lot of other community members that we obviously can't highlight right now because of time constraints. Mm-hmm. But that's one of these reasons why this podcast exists yeah. is to bring light to the community, to showcase all those unbelievable people like yourself that are watching mm-hmm. or listening uh, that help flight tests move forward, but also help the hobby move forward. Yeah. And that's, we always want to thank you for that because that's an awesome, we wouldn't be here today if it weren't for those people. Um, so going into also a little note about STEM, right? Yeah. So we have a little update on STEM and some schools and, and a couple different things that we've been doing lately. Uh, you want to touch on that as well? Cause it's a uh, huge development, <laughs> so awesome stuff. I'm so it's, excited about it. I know Mitchell's yeah. excited about it. Yeah. Uh, all of us here at, at, at Flight Test well, are super stoked about what's going on. Huge shout out to the community. STEM has been a passion for probably about two years now. Yeah. And uh, Jake Marshall, Mitchell Gray, um, and so many other people have just been putting so much heart into it. Right. An exciting thing to share is we have over doubled the amount of teachers and students registered since December, since That's the awesome. release of the Alpha Bravo Charlie. Yeah, it's fantastic. So two years, and then from December, we doubled that. <clears throat> And that's that's just so special. Yeah. I mean, to think that this hobby is going into schools and impacting people in a positive way is mm-hmm. so neat. Um, so what we did is uh, back around December, mm-hmm. uh, we did something called the Take Flight Initiative. And what the Take Flight Initiative is is where it's actually 
flight test revenue supporting other schools. Because if anyone doesn't aware, you know, normally how schools work is because they're very budget conscious. They write for grants. And those are usually government grants, state grants, things like that. And they're very difficult to get a hold of. And usually the revenue only goes to things that are safe and kind of out there. And usually pretty big corporate entities. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? you got to be a pretty big corporate entity to, to be able to get the people in to show the value of the program and, and make the, the taxpayers feel safe with investing. Right. That was a huge hurdle. And uh, we respected that because saying, hey, let's bring a whole bunch of aviation into your school. And they're like, what in the world? You know? Yeah, what is this? So rather than you know trying to wait for that to, to kind of start getting established, uh, what we did is we challenged the Mesa Foam Fighters uh, to design an aircraft. And then we featured those designs. And I say plural because they designed three yep. uh, on our store. And then we took a portion. We actually inflated the price just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we actually took a deflated uh, profit that we normally do. And made a big chunk of money per model that comes to the store. And we took that and put it aside and we put that in kind of a bank. Mm-hmm. And schools were able then to apply for that money and to get that. So the flight test community is funding educational programs like FT STEM. Right. Which is awesome. And so we were able to award uh, three different yes. schools yep. uh, with, with some of this money to be able to put into their program. Exactly. And you got the list there. Why don't we go down through those? Yeah. Yeah. So we were able uh, – the three recipients were East Canton High School, mm-hmm. which is right in our backyard. Uh, Peers Public Schools and Noah Dennis Proctor High School. Yes. Awesome. So, and here's the cool thing. This isn't one and done. This is right. something we're going to be repeatedly doing. And right now you guys can actually go online. We're going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to give you the links. To yeah. Post down below. Sure. So we'll have those down below. Educator or you know someone that is, you can apply for this money and we're going to do this every, it's just going to be rotating. And our, our goal is to add more product line and build this out. So when flood test community goes and buys stuff from our store from this, this section, which is our, our Take Flight Initiative mm-hmm. section, our STEM store part, um, that's going to give them the satisfaction of knowing, okay, a big chunk of that revenue is going to actually fund schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we did have 18 other schools yes. that applied for this as well. Yes. And even though they weren't selected, uh, there is still there's, still hope for them. There's still hope for them. Normally, it'd be like, okay, you're selected and the rest are done. Yeah. Um, there is something called Donors Choose. And once again, we're going to have the, the list link down below. This is actually a site where schools can actually put up their project ideas and private uh, donors can actually choose to fund it. It's kind of like an educational GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And we have a whole flight test section there. And here's the blessing is since we have uh, 650,000 subscribers, we have the ability to point people directly towards those aviation-based curriculum. So right now those 18 people are getting loaded over on the donors choose. And also it doesn't have to go through us. Uh, what we'd encourage you is if you're a school and uh, so you don't want to wait and see if you're drowned, uh, you know, going to be selected next you can actually make the uh, the application. I don't know how to describe this, but you can design your curriculum for FT STEM. Mm-hmm. You can email and notify us, and then we'll proactively put that on Donors Choose, and then we'll keep keep energy going to that page. Okay. So if you guys out there in the community want to fund schools, you know, and see this, you can go down to that link below and actually say, okay, here's a whole bunch of schools. Wow, this school's fairly close to me, or wow, this really tugs on my heartstrings, mm-hmm. or I think this would be awesome. I'm going to help fund that. Yep. And Flight Test doesn't take any money from that. We just want to see education and aviation be Bro. merged together. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be something that's going to be done forever, uh, which that's is fantastic. so exciting. Very cool. So um, this, uh, it's just so cool. I mean, to think that this started off as a simple show where we reviewed airplanes from Hobby King. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into getting people in the hobby and around a unique experience. Mm-hmm. And it's not just us that's creating opportunity yeah. for these students to be educated. Like you said, like we've really opened it up to the community for you guys to be able to um, be part of it as well. Yeah. So it's not just flight test that has their name on, you know, furthering these educations, but it's really the whole community. Yeah. We, we didn't know what to expect when we started this out. Like how many, how many, you know, these aircraft are we going to sell? How much money are we going to be able to raise? 
Um, there is a program that we kind of mirrored called Otter Otter Care, I believe it is, or Otter Grants. Um, it's basically done from OtterBox, mm-hmm. and they they actually help fund schools. And we thought this program is awesome. Our first round um, generated over twenty one applications. OtterCare's first round, and this is a huge company. Mm-hmm. I think had under 10 for their first round and now they have thousands, right. but what a great thing. And, and what a great testimony to the community that that's in that many schools and also that the community funded it that well. Yeah. Um, that's over 2,500. And what we're even going to do is uh, we're even going to come in like the East Canton school. Um, we're going to come in since they're so close to us with a little gift package when they're in the middle of their, uh, their run oh, that's awesome. and, uh, and do a little drop in and give them some transmitters, some motors, some, some batteries, you know, gear that we have around our shop that we can bless them with to even make that even more. And as time goes on, our goal is to find new ways to help, you know, educational platforms get FT STEM. Um, One of these things, too, is this is not just for schools only. This can Mm -hmm. be for homeschooling groups, too. And uh, there's something exciting with with our flu talk coming up that's going to actually be utilizing some homeschools. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. And and that's a big thing because when when we talk about STEM and and schools and other stuff, we don't always just have the ideas, right? We have people in the community – you know, respond to us and like, Hey, what about this? What about that? So if you have an opportunity or even an idea that you think can help out schools, help out other organizations, nonprofits, whatever it may be, put in the comments below. Cause we're yeah. always looking for new opportunities to not only grow this hobby, but grow education and, and grow the hobby in other areas of life, whether it's just hanging out with your family and friends or whether it's in schools or, or making groups or whatever yeah. it may be in churches or in, 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 you know, schools or whatever it may be. Um, uh, cause it's a really cool opportunity to, to grow life yeah. with this hobby. And, and we never, never thought about it before, but it's, it's something that's it's, happening. It's kind of a cool thing. We're surrounded by aviation every single day that we work. Right. The thing that we talk about most is, is how can we use this to, to see people blessed in life, whether it's through the enter- entertainment aspect, the education, the elevation. Mm-hmm. And God bless Chad for coming up with that slogan early on because it's really been something we've strived to honor ever since. Yeah. And uh, it's really exciting to see how it's taken wings and how the community has really helped it evolve to what it is today. So fantastic guys, when you see kids someday that are going to be, you know, pilots and, and passionate about aeronautical engineering, just know that you made that possible, right. that you guys played a hand in that. And I, and I hope you guys feel good about that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. You guys literally do so much for us and everybody else in the community. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Best community in the world. I should say family. I, I'd agree. And I think Josh Scott's agree. Josh Scott's yeah. agree. Yes. And uh, on that note of Josh Scott, we yes. uh, we got an opportunity to have actually you take uh, one of our cameras around uh, yeah. recently. You actually see this uh, coming up in an in a, in a probably near so vlog. Mm-hmm. Um, but wanted to have you touch a little bit on what Love is Red. It's a conference, yeah. Love is Red conference that you guys hosted at your uh, at our church, other yeah. work at your church. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is uh, why you're not always here with us. Right, right. Uh, which is really cool. Yeah, if I seem a little draggy today, it's because I'm just coming off of a three and a half day conference that we do every year called Love is Red. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so these guys gave me the opportunity to take a, a vlog camera with me uh, to the conference and kind of give you guys a little bit of a background on my full-time job, what I do when I'm not here at flight mm-hmm. test and, uh, love is red is a conference. It's a, it started out as a youth conference, um, that we started doing. I think the first year we did was 2010 and we had, um, a little over 200 students there, um, representing a couple different States and probably five different churches, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, it's grown, uh, quite a bit this year. Uh, we had over 2000 pre-registered people, um, more came, you know, at the door and that represented, um, I think, 
15 different states, about 70 some different churches, and even a couple groups from Canada as well. And it's also grown in that it's not just a youth conference. So basically, it started out as a a youth conference that we would, you know, get together, have a lot of fun. Uh, Obviously, our, you know, our team, uh, my band plays uh, live music there, and we have some great speakers there Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, It's kind of grown into... I was telling Stefan, it's more or less like uh, kind of our version of Flight Fest. Right. Um, because it's not just a youth conference, it's not just um, geared towards young people anymore. Um, it, it definitely is. And it's definitely a great, fun environment for, for young people, too. Um, but also what we've done is we've established community um, with all these different uh, church leaders, whether it be pastors or, or uh, music directors or youth pastors, um, basically created a hub for all these people to come together, build community, build relationships, because just like just like with the uh with the flight test environment like this is something that we feel shouldn't be done alone like right. yeah. we shouldn't be working against each other we should be working together and even though we're all different we all have different paths that we're on we can all unite together and kind of grow together um as a family so that's what we've yeah. done with uh, love is red so it's pretty it's pretty inspiring to see we always get you know countless stories of of people's lives that are forever changed mm-hmm. um and uh we always get to develop new relationships um with all these different groups um you know we we are as a church we're we don't hold ourselves higher than everyone else we don't say like oh well we have all this knowledge that you guys can learn from right. but we do recognize that there's that there's people out there that are at different stages in life um so we also have uh you know breakout sessions where we'll there'll be about different topics for example i let a couple um, that were about music. And right. so we had people from different, from different groups across the country come in and, and we kind of like shared with them about how we do, um, everything from the heart behind, uh, what we do to the technical aspect right. of, you know, all, all the technical things that go in, into, uh, the music that we play and everything like that. Um, and another thing, so this is just, I mean, I'm excited for people to get to see a little bit behind the scenes of right. it uh, because I can't really I can't really express it in words <laughs> like just what a monster it is and in, in, in a good way a monster right That's but huge. um but uh, to add to all the craziness that Love Is Red brings to us every year we lost our minds and decided that we could record a live <laughs> album uh, this year as well right. uh, what we've done over the last uh, four or five years. At Love Is Red is we recorded a like a studio album, um, and leading up to Love Is Red, and then Love Is Red was like the big release date for the album. Right, uh, that's kind of crazy because like that puts a lot of pressure on us to like, okay, here's here's your date, and, and coming off of Christmas, I mean, Christmas right. is obviously a big deal. So coming off of Christmas, it's like you only have a couple months to get this thing recorded and and, and produced and ready to go. Um, so I was happy to not have to do that this year, but what it did add to the whole like all the stuff that love is red entails is that we are actually recording a live album as well. So I'm producing that and uh, I have a great team around me um, Mm -hmm. to help me, you know, keep things straight and uh, people that are, you know, very gifted in what they do. Um, But uh, it was just insane to like add another thing on top of it, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And uh, so we recorded some really great moments. We had obviously a great crowd there um, that just added so much life and energy that you don't find in a studio album. Um, so I'm really excited to, uh, this week, I'm actually going to sit down and start, uh, editing, uh, through the tracks and everything, start cutting it together. And, uh, so yeah, so what, what we did was, uh, these guys sent me, uh, there with a flight test camera and I got some behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I think the community is really going to, really going to like it because there's a lot of really cool technical aspects that go into it. And so I got to interview a lot of our guys, uh, from our lighting director, um, a lot of our uh, behind the scenes guys with the sound. I talked about a lot of the uh, process that goes into crafting our songs and everything mm-hmm. when I create demos for the songs and all that stuff. 
Um, it's, I think it's going to be really cool. And I think it'll give people a little bit of a window into what I do when I'm, when I'm not here, it might clear up some, some questions, some confusion. <laughs> yeah, some confusion. Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, you obviously go there, there are multiple different kinds of churches that, that you can go to, but yours is a fairly large church. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that goes into, uh, that kind of sound technician and, sure. and all that stuff. So it'll be really cool to see, because uh, obviously you see from a small church kind of viewpoint, but from that bigger church viewpoint, right. how many people, yeah. how much time, you know, and, and effort, it, you know? it's a great deal of fun to be part of a large event. Um, and it's, it's a lot of fun to be able to put a lot of excellence into uh, kind of the production elements, mm-hmm. making everything fun, making everything sound great, look great. Right. Um, but really at the heart, at, at the heart of it, we are, we are a small church and we're mm-hmm. just like flight tests. We're very, very interested in the community. Right. And so we do a lot of community outreach and we do a lot of, we do a lot of small group things to make uh, a huge community uh, seem small and, right. and intimate. And so that people aren't getting lost in the mix, but that's people awesome. are actually like, um, feeling, you know, just like flight tests, like part of a family. Right. And that, and that's important, especially not, not only just from a church standpoint, but from a business standpoint, from a community standpoint, you know, to feel included yeah. is, is what it's all about. Yeah. Cause if you're part of a community and you're kind of just out in the outskirts and you see things from afar, but never included, is it really a community? Is it really a family? Right. Yeah. No, it's not. Well, and that's the reason why we use that, that vernacular a lot, you know, community to family. It's because mm-hmm. in the community, you can, you can be missed. Yeah. You can just be part of a number, but in a family, you're known. Sure. You're known right. by name. You're known by heart. And we want to know people. And, and, you know, there's there's different aspects with churches. Some are fishers and men and some are keepers of fish tanks. And what I think is so <laughs> cool about your church, Josh, is how much you guys just want to love the people first. It doesn't yeah. matter if they go home to their home church. While they're there, you want to make sure that they're known and that they're loved. And I think that's such an awesome example. And I know every time we go to your church and stuff, we feel blessed and we, we cool. get a lot out of it. So. I'm glad. Right. No, yeah. that's true. Great people, great preaching. Thank yeah. you. And, uh, and I wanted to have you highlight that because like a lot of people don't understand what you do. Yeah. Don't know uh, what's going on behind the scenes with right. you. That's why you're not here mm-hmm. to, to clear up some confusion on, you know, where's Josh Scott? Why is he never here all the time? Yeah. What's going on? I see him somebody doesn't seem to have, have a job to support your family. I, th- I think that uh, I think that what they'll see on the uh, on the vlog is is just the amount of work that goes that goes into it, and kind of understand why. Like, it's a full time job for sure, and, and overly full. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure, and that and that's a good thing because you know that's why he's not here. That's why he's not on every episode, et right. cetera, et cetera. We'd love to have him more often. He's got stuff he's got to do. It is what it is. What are you going to do? Right. But we're, we're always happy to have you. Thanks Thank for being you. on the podcast and, and, and the episodes as well. Happy to be um, here. on the note to, to kind of move into the community side of things, like yeah. we've been talking about this whole time, a little bit of a showcase, uh, on a, uh, a kid out, um, in our community, um, he goes by Planiac01 on the articles. Planiac, I love Planiac. that name. And pretty cool, huh? Yeah. I, I always like I always like to read it. Um, he actually was at Flight Fest. Um, not, I don't think it was last year. I think it was the year before last. Okay. I can't remember which one. I'll have to check on that. Uh, Flight Fest 16, actually. There it is. Yeah, last year. Uh, there it is. Done. Uh, made it a Galaxy V1. This is his plane, the Galaxy. Uh, 200% of the one we're actually going to talk about today. Brought it to Flight Fest. Uh, this thing was massive. I mean, this yeah. thing was is a 200% version. It's already like... Uh, 88 inch wingspan already. So he blew that up. Um, he loved it. He crashed it hard into the ground. So you can actually on his article, you can see some photos there. If you guys want to check that out, huge. it was pretty cool. Uh, but the, the biggest thing I wanted to highlight was the first time, if you go in and, and click the link that that'll be down below the, the first video that pops up. So it's a good article. He talks about why he did it, what he wants to do with it. 
his whole family is present. I mean, yeah. I and I couldn't see everybody in the video, but you can hear it sounds like his father, his mother, possibly a grandpa or an uncle and his siblings or, or whoever. I mean, it sounds like there's six, seven, eight different people there, um, which is really cool because we always talk about fly with your friends, fly with your family. Mm-hmm. This is the essence of why we do what we do. It's amazing yeah. to have in, a, in one video, I was sitting, I was hearing all these different voices and they're all encouraging him like, wow, that's great. How did you do that? That's, that's fantastic. How many, how much flight time do you get? And it's just one of those things that I was like, I just, I have to bring this to light because it's not about the plane. It's not yeah. about the the flight time or the, or the specs or the wingspan. It's about the memories that you make with your family. It lasts yep. a lot longer than the phone board. That's for sure. hundred percent. hundred percent. It was awesome. And, and, and parents never underestimate, especially talking to you dads, never underestimate how much a hand on the back of your child and an encouraging word will stick with them and right. will motivate them and will we'll carry them past even dark times. So uh, don't hesitate to give that out because uh, as dads, it's very hard to sometimes expose that. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the same time, from my experience, from seeing other parents expressing it to their kids, uh, there's no other way to describe it but a blessing. Yeah. You're, you're giving your kid something that they're going to carry for the rest of their lives. Right. Uh, don't outweigh the criticism with the encouragement. Right. And and these guys know what they're talking about when they talk about that because they do, you both have kids. <laughs> yeah. You both have gone through that. Um, you guys are in different stages of your lifestyles at the moment with kids. But, yeah. y- you know, you know, I'm going to know here shortly because my <laughs> kid's only four months old. Um, he looks like a one-year-old man. He does. He looks Huge. like a small toddler. He's got a beard. <laughs> he does. Uh, post picture down there. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and, and that's the big thing commenting and, and encouraging your, your son or your daughter, um, your friends, your family yeah. when, you know, you can have constructive criticism, yeah. but you got to give that constructively. You have to give that, that motivation behind it. And take it a step farther. And I'm, I don't want to mm-hmm. hijack. No. It. Take it a step farther. I think what makes our community so amazing of things like flight fest, um, is that encouragement is the, yep. is the love even on the forums, hundred yeah. percent, you know, uh, there, there's forums that love to say, go Google it moron, you know, and that love to <laughs> love to just immediately <laughs> jump on someone's case to show how much they know, but they never give that person success or they never give them encouragement. Um, our community has just done such a great job at giving people that. And I would encourage everyone listening. If you know something that someone else doesn't share your knowledge, share mm-hmm. your, share what you know to help them get over that hump. Uh, because really, that's that's what makes that relationship special. Yeah. Because you're not pointing out their problems; you've given them a success, right. and you're part of that story now. And they're never going to forget that. So, uh, God bless you guys for being one of the most friendly, helpful communities I've ever witnessed, especially in a hobby that is so stressful, so technically changing every week. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, there's there's a lot of other you know YouTube shows and, and communities out there that don't always do that. Yeah. And you guys have stayed faithful through that, and. Uh, God bless you for it. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting emails, yeah. uh, forum posts, messages on on uh, Facebook and and a bunch of different avenues. Like, hey, yeah. by the way, here's all this info, and like, it makes not only does it make my job easier, but it makes for the community members who don't know anything. Like yeah. you said, it's all right there in one location. Yeah. Your knowledge and your heart are going to be known a lot longer than your skills and your ability mm-hmm. and how much you're seen on Facebook. And that's kind of a, something we always remind ourselves of. Yeah. We're all mediocre and, and not the tip of the spear on anything. Right. Uh, but we really want to see people succeed in the path that they chose. So, um, yeah, just keep that in mind. If you guys are helping someone on the field, they're not going to remember what a good pilot you are, but they are going to remember the fact that you helped them get over a hump. That's right. Yeah, leaving your legacy, essentially. Yeah. Y- your legacy can live on even longer than than you ever will, right? Yeah. So 
it, it makes a big difference. You said the specs, you know, it's not about the specs. These specs are impressive. Yeah, no, these specs are pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to read them off. There, yeah. It's a six to seven sheets of foam build. Uh, there's a wingspan of about 88 inches, which is this large yeah, and in huge. charge. Uh, length is about 63 inches. That's about five and five and two, uh, five and a quarter feet. Uh, the wingspan was in seven, about seven and a half feet or so. Um, it weighs, if I'm not mistaken, about 1,068 grams, about two and a two and two, like two, two and a third, third pounds. pounds. Yeah. Um, wing loading is about 142.4 grams per square foot. Uh, also, which is really cool, Power Pack C. So a Power Pack C motor with 2,200 milliamp three cell battery. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually two of those, if I'm not mistaken. Milliamp. Yeah, 4,400 milliamp. Uh, 17 gram servos. Uh, so you got some bigger. Bigger, bigger uh, servo guys because you're gonna need a little bit more power. Uh, but this guy, I love it. Planiac, I wish I, I wish I knew your name. I heard it on a video, but I didn't want to assume. Um, but he gets an hour and 28 minutes of fly time with with those two batteries. I don't know if I could fly for that long, and I don't think he normally does <laughs> yeah. because obviously that I think he was just going for an endurance test. Um, but he says also that he has uh, these other bigger batteries. I think they're 5300, yeah, 5300 three cells. Get two of them in, one bat for an hour and 44 minutes. He can go for three hours and 18 minutes with the two batteries on there. In a world where a typical race quad lasts like two and a half minutes. And right. And having to like up the milliamps just enough to get through one circuit of racing. Exactly. He's, he's cruising around for the equivalent of like 50 packs. Right. Because <laughs> you can go into the quad market, you can get small ones, you know, tiny whoops, different things. And some of them have better battery life than others. Yeah. But you're never going to get you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 minutes of flight time. Yeah. So this is just really, and that's one of the other reasons I wanted to highlight because the, the kid is young. He's, it looks like he's in high school. Um, and he's, he's working very hard at what he does. He loves, he's got, I think he's got like, I can't remember like 15 or so, 10 or 15 or so planes, something like that nature. Yeah. Uh, so he's a big builder. He loves the FT planes. He loves foamies. He loves all these different things. Uh, but he wants to, build because yeah. he's he's passionate about it also uh, on that same article another one of our community members it's actually foam test we we showed the the toothpick lighter mm-hmm. um they were talking on there and they got together and they want to actually come to flight fest this year and do a build together so, so if cool. you're in the mood for a big build um and want to get on the, the the bandwagon you can check out that article and talk with them and see if they uh they'll let you in the uh <laughs> let you in the club <laughs> and uh and build something big for other people to enjoy yeah. as well, which is really cool. So I wanted to highlight that because, like I said, the family aspect, building together, coming together, talking about it, getting information, um, also trying to get longer flight times, which is a, a big thing. And so go and check out the article, check out the link below, watch the videos, let, let us know what you think about it. Um, and it's just one of those things that I felt touched by. Yeah. So I wanted to highlight that. And so thanks for, first of all, for listening to that, but also go and check out the things that other people on the community are doing. That's, that's what we're here for, yeah. which yeah. is really cool. Family that plays together stays together. That's right. That that's is so awesome. true. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, so we're going to, we're going to spend some time going over some, uh, some flight test, uh, Facebook questions, question nice. and answers. Uh, so we're going to have a uh, good old Josh Scott read our, uh, questions here. Uh, hopefully we can get voice. through, uh, most of them, at least some of them today, maybe we'll, we'll revisit them in a different time. But uh, Josh, got take it away, my friend. Will do. Kyle Forbes wants to know, is the flight test crew going to Neff in Akron, Ohio on the 25th of this month? I will be there with five other flight test fans. I did not know we had that many fans. That's awesome. Are we going to so Neff? Cool, huh? I think we're going to try. And the reason why we didn't say on the official status is we weren't sure if we were even going to be in the state this weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, that was up in the air. There's going to be some of us that are going to be away, some of us there. 
Um, my answer is uh, with me and my kids, I want to get down there and have some fun with them. Mm. I haven't gotten to burn batteries with my kids in months, so right. uh, we're hopefully going to do that. I think there's going to be representation. Uh, exactly who it is yet, we don't know, but right. we're gonna we're gonna do our best to get down there. And, and please, if you guys uh, do see us down there, we would love to meet with you, uh, hug your neck, and uh, fly with you. Yeah, TJ looks like he's going. He put his yeah, hand TJ up says in there, yes. so he's he's TJ will definitely be yeah, there. Neff is a Northeast Electric Fun Fly. Yeah, uh, it's uh, only one day. It's on Saturday, and uh, this coming Saturday. So if you're listening to this two weeks later, you're out of luck. You missed it. You've missed it. Okay, Kyle, that sounds like a strong maybe. <laughs> Uh, Michael J. Picard, ooh, a descendant of Star Trek. Uh, he, he says, have you ever thought about franchising out a brick-and-mortar flight test store? I'd love to open a hobby shop with a big backyard and have and have build days and sell slash promote flight test products and designs. It'd be like a mini flight fest that never closes. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? If you guys are listening to the podcast and not watching, you can't see my smile. Right. Um, He's got a bigger smile is, than you ever seen. This is honestly a dream, man. This is something that's been on my heart forever. Um, our goal here, and we've talked about destination location a mm-hmm. lot, is to set the standard um, of what this model looks like and then franchise it out for certain. Um, anyone that's gone to a hobby shop knows that many of them, not all of them, many of them, it's not a fun experience. And our goal is to make this hobby a fun experience, an experience that is more powerful than what you're buying, what you're doing, what you're building, what you're flying. Um, and to do that, you, you need a weird mixture of, of crazy and fun and materials mm-hmm. and you know time and space. Um, so y- the answer is, yeah, absolutely. Our goal, we need to do it once here at the headquarters and, mm-hmm. and we need to see this model tweak this because we need to develop the DNA model right. uh, just like Chick-fil-A does, just like Mission Barbecue does. We need to develop that DNA and that process so then we can put it down and then when definitely we can franchise it out. Mm-hmm. Um, we want people instead of going in the hobby shop and picking out what they're doing, we want them actually picking it out, building it, flying, coming back in when they need to do repairs and laughing the whole process through. And we know that there's a lot of great people in our community that are willing to make that happen. Yeah. Um, that my buy, wife, build, and fly experience. Buy, build, fly. Yep, you got it. And uh, and also then just literally come out and fellowship. Um, exactly. One of the things in the DNA I want to see beyond just buy, build, fly where, you know, people are coming out, I want to see people reach out to the STEM schools. The reason why we're looking at FT groups, FT, STEM, and all these different things is I want these hubs to be places where people then go to. Um, if anyone doesn't know about seven years ago is when the fly ministry, we called it fly for him, started where fathers and, and kids would fly together and we'd teach them how to do a common hobby. I want to see those kind of things able to take place at these franchise stores where the field is open to the public. The field is open, and if people want to come there and fly, but the people that are running the store are also making sure that those doors are open to schools, to churches, to community groups to help that environment be fed. And that's that's where I go back to the DNA. Um, That gentleman, God bless him, please keep in touch (laughs) because I would love to see the destination location be realized this year um, to some capacity, and as soon as we can – We'll, we'll franchise that out. Yeah. It's a good business really cool. model too. It's yeah. a really good business model. Cool. Uh, Caleb Klein wants to know, are any of the guys going to be at Flight Fest West? Wouldn't mind meeting a few of the flight test crew. Uh, none of us are going to be there. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, just a, it's just a little satellite I got like thing. a Tupperware party. We're going to try to Skype in. Um, <laughs> depends on how the schedule goes. Brother, we wouldn't miss it for the world. We're all going to be there. We're all going to yes, be there. Are. Even our wives, 100%. which is yeah. so cool. I, I'm, so, I'm so excited because I'm yeah. a socially awkward person, but my <laughs> wife makes me, she equalizes that a little bit. So Your it's always nice so when sweet. we meet the community to have her around. She helps like, you? Eh. Yeah. All right, so we talked in the last podcast our, how our wives mm-hmm. are our helpers, and uh, you have an amazing wife too. And, yes, and, I do. Yeah, I, I think God's like these guys need help. 
We're going to give them really amazing <laughs> That is so <laughs> true. You, can't, you do not understand we, how true that really is. None of us, I'll say it for myself, I don't think I deserve this wonderful woman I've been blessed with. Mm. And I, I think you guys would agree too. I'm right there I with agree. you, you Josh. Do, you don't, Josh, yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yes, we're going we're gonna to be there. There's a moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. They, they can say that to each other because they've been friends yes. for so long. Yeah, right? yeah. No. Yes, we're, we're all going to be there at Flight Fest West. We're looking uh, forward yeah. to it. Uh, let, me, let me get something that's a little more uh, technically speaking here. Let me find it really quick. Uh, will the brushless gremlins you had in vlog number 57, uh, I'm glad that you know what number that is because we sure don't, um, be good for flying in an average size house or are they too large? I've been thinking about getting a tiny whoop, but I don't want to have to replace the brushed motors every few months. Here's, do you, I'm, I'm just constantly talking. Do you want to talk about this or do you want me to? Well, as far as the, the gremlins are concerned, uh, I, we fly them in the shop yeah. first and foremost. And we'll talk, I'll, I'll have Josh talk a little bit about this, the schematics of everything. But the other day I actually flew one around the shop and it was one of the best, most exciting and happy times I have ever had flying planes, quads, anything. It was fantastic. I flew it around the shop, like just going 40 miles an hour. Feels like I don't know how fast I was going. Um, but I mean, this is obviously a large open space, but you, I could fly right in our little cafe area yeah. without any problem. I could do circles. I could do around. I could do little loops. I could go under. I can do crazy things. So as far as an average size house is concerned, and it's got great reception, you can go upstairs. You go upstairs, come back down, whatever you want to do. It's you, you can do it. Obviously, you can get something like a tiny whoop, which will maybe be a little bit better in small, tight quarter spaces. Tiny Whoop can go through spaces. I promise mm-hmm. you this will not be able to. Yes, this is it's not so something cool. you can yeah. just go through, you know, holes in your wall or something like that. So, yeah. but you can fly it around your house and in your house. But in that it's, situation, you're not, you're not going to get into little tight corners and stuff like that. Well, here's the cool thing. And God bless. I got to meet Jesse Perkins in person. Mm-hmm. who's like the godfather of the Tiny Whoop. And I think this is the perfect uh, – it's not going to replace a tiny whoop for anything. Correct. These tiny whoops can go through holes that are so small, and the skills these pilots have going through these tiny little <laughs> gates are awesome. The Gremlin is is really about – it's although there's performance and there's tons of performance, mm-hmm. you can fly these outside, inside, long battery lives. It's about the fun. That's right. You know, one nice thing I, that kind of grieves me in the multi-rotor world I see, and maybe it's just me, is I see so many people stressed out. I see so many people just working like crazy, putting tons of money, and then they go into a competitive world – and there's no victory unless they win. We don't want that at flight test. We want people to have victory in the design process, in the build process, in the flying process. We want it to be fun. That's right. And for the first time, just like with our, our swappable planes, that was all built on an experience. You know, design your own, create this, create that. If you don't have something that meets your desire, make it happen. Right. These little 1104 motors and this little power pack is so cool because finally there's a price point and there's a way where it doesn't matter if it's wood, 3D printed, carbon fiber. It could be foam board. Um, these little power packs is like that perfect size. Mm-hmm. And what I love is when you have like a 450 milliamp, you still have like four to one power ratio. Right. You have seven minute flight times. You know, a lot of people forget that it's, it used to be common to get 10 minutes to a, to a battery. You know, now with the tiny whoops and with these race quads, you're getting about two and a half, three minutes. Right. And that's nothing wrong with that. Right. But we want people able to design and explore the their own abilities beyond just, you know, building it and um, – once again, I can't give enough thanks to Jesse Perkins and the whole group that started the Tiny Whoop yeah. um, generation. You know, I see people walking around the coolest shirts with it. The Gremlin is really supposed to be about the fun. So what you asked about, could you fly indoors? Here's the answer. The answer to almost everything is going to be yes, because you have the ability to design something that can fly indoors. Right, exactly. So uh, we're already, you know, everyone here has their own pack. They're all going to design their own Gremlins. Mm-hmm. And our hope is that the community will be designing their own Gremlins based on their desire. And then we're going to give the platform that they can share the designs for free. 
Right. Everything we design for the Gremlins, we're going to share just like our swappables for free. We're going to obviously make kits for convenience, you know, carbon fiber, Delrin, wood. But we want the community pitching in too right. to enable people to do it. So I hope that answered your question. Yeah. But the answer is yes. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jeff Long says, I'd like to see Josh, I'm not sure which one he's talking about, do a scratch build just like we have to do. Maybe it's me then. Uh, maybe an FTP51, but no cheating with a speed build kit. So what they're talking about is having Josh go and print out plans, uh-huh. get some foam board, uh-huh. trace everything out, out cut it out, and then build it. Gotcha. No, 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 none of these Which lasers. Which Josh is he talking about? You. Me. Okay. Yes. Correct. Cool. You're off the hook. Yeah. Woo. You're good to go. You want to know something crazy, guys? I still do it. Yes. I still do it. I, I still go old school. That's awesome. Yeah. Well I, even do it, I even do it with balsa. He's the master. Yeah, do you? Right. Okay, I'm lying. Balsa. That was laser cut. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> uh, I actually have an old. He whittled 70- that out of a tree trunk. That's one piece there. <laughs> I, I got a 72 inch balsa uh, buzzer bombshell. If anyone doesn't know that, Google that. Um, that when you get a kit, you get the plans and you get just straight lumber, sheets of lumber. You don't even have them like printed off or stamped. It's oh, really? All, all old school. That's I, awesome. It's so therapeutic. But um, I'd like to do that too. Here's the problem is. I don't have much time. <laughs> yeah, the time time is always the issue. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe one day we'll set up a time yeah. lapse and we'll at yeah. your house and we'll see you do some that'd be fun some random well, stuff. One thing I want to be sensitive about. I know I've seen a couple of comments. Um, one reason I put radiuses in a lot of things and soften corners uh, when you're scratch building, you can definitely you know make corners sharp and stuff. Just like on the Mustang here, we have ovals. There's a big reason for that. Um, for strength, when you make a sharp corner, you invite a crease at that corner. Right. So what I've been doing is as we learn and we see impacts and stuff, by rounding off those edges, you make them a lot stronger. Uh, a couple of people were a little frustrated with me saying, you're just doing that so people have to buy your speedboat kits. <laughs> it couldn't be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. If we're going to charge, you know, $36 for something we just showed you how to make for 10 I'm going to try to make that thing as good as possible. Right. And radius corners for strength and stuff like that is really important to me to give them the best possible. But if you are scratch building out there, Feel free to make sharp corners. Make it simple. And I'd encourage you, if you're doing your first build and you step back and it's like, this looks terrible, complete the build, complete the journey. Don't paint it and make it beautiful. Get it in the air and have a good time with yeah. it. And then do it again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Always, because foam foam flies better than you think. It does. It it's does. True and our designs are really forgiving. They yep. can look really bad and they'll still fly really good. <laughs> true statement. <laughs> Story of our lives. <laughs> uh, Rick Crandall uh, says, why don't you guys slash gals Set up gates in the grass to fly through. Then when Stefan is baited into flying his quad through something, it won't get creamed by the tree. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's a, just, just a little bit more exciting when trees that, are involved. That's called a stress analysis. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I have hit that V quite often, I will, I will have to say. We've been talking about this for a long time, about getting our own little race course in the back and all yeah. that stuff. Unfortunately, now we have no ability to fly here any longer. Um, based on on the regulations, but um, at some point in time, whether maybe it's at our new office, yeah. uh, moving forward, we'll get some uh, some gates or some courses and in, into where people can see us flying a little bit, and, and it'll help me not explode my quads. <laughs> Which, by the way, everything I've I've flown so far into that V uh, V tree mm-hmm. has held up very well. Yeah, I'm very very uh, fortunate. It's a stress test, like you yeah. said. Well, one thing, if you guys notice it and stuff, shortly after the new year and stuff, FAA regs did change. And um, mm-hmm. one thing we have a really great relationship is with the FAA. Yeah. Um, they understand that our passion is safety and being legal. And so we keep a very open dialogue. And once we found out about those changes, you know, to that, we wanted to, to live by example. Exactly. So, um, you know, what it used to be, just call up the tower or to the point they're sick of us. Now we need to do things like waivers and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. we're working through to have a more permanent solution. 
but we want to honor that. And so one reason why you probably see a lot more in-studio stuff than out of studio is because if it's, you know, we don't have that waiver, we're not going to break the law. That's right. And, and, we'll, uh, and we'll be talking a bit about that um, in a future podcast and yeah. a future couple different things on our, on our YouTube channel. Uh, we will be chatting about uh, Part 107s and, and different FAA regulations yeah. and being current and, and being, you know, within the law and stuff yeah. like that. So be on the lookout for, for some more of that yeah. content because we do want to give people some information on, on how to do that, why to do that, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. The reason we haven't jumped into that is because we're still learning. And mm-hmm. uh, it's really cool to have a good relationship with the FAA that, you know, they help us out with, with knowing that stuff. And uh, That's right. thanks, guys, for opening the channels because we wouldn't have that without you. Yeah, you guys are great. All right. Uh, I'm going to mess up this name. Uh, it's even got, like, special characters in it. So. Ooh. <laughs> Andrej Krut. Krut. Nice. That's the American version. Uh, do you plan to build some awesome foam board glider with a decent wingspan with flaps, ailerons, detachable wing halves? I would like to see some build videos for this one. Wow. Smiley face. Hmm. Maybe we should put a little carbon fiber in there too. Yeah, a little carbon fiber. Yeah. If yeah. anyone's ever flown like my Storch and they know when they make it heavy and they pull the wings up real sharp, what happens? Foldy fold. <laughs> they clap. You know, <laughs> I can make your wings clap. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that was a good song. I like that. <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah, we'll go bigger when we can make it sure it's stronger mm-hmm. uh, for that. I know we did the the simple soar, which was really light, uh, but I do like what he's talking about with mm-hmm. flaps and stuff. Um, we have Versacopter mounting pieces, which can be now 3D printed and stuff like that uh, as well. Um, I think those can be morphed over into foam board design where you have that ability to make removable wings, but they still need to line up properly. They still need to be strong, right. which means, unfortunately, we got to introduce some new materials other than popsicle sticks and uh, barbecue skewers and paint yeah. sticks. Yep, mm. which is which is fair. Yeah, you know, so may so possibly. So that's a, that's a good one. All right, we got time for one more question. Yeah, I let's think. do one more question, huh? Uh, T.J. Williams wants to know: Can we go to Pizza Hut for lunch? <laughs> Josh, what do you think, man? I'm always down for dude, pizza. Dude, he's always down for pizza. He loves Pizza Hut. Seven he loves his seven dollar buffet or whatever. Seven dollars and fifty cents, you get a salad bar and you get the pizza bar. And the breadsticks are bomb, drink. man. All you can oh, eat, and they have cinnamon sticks on the bar too. All you yes, can they eat do. It is so good. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's what funny. I, I stopped trying to like. I gave up sugar. And I'm doing pretty good. I'm not hitting the pop or anything. I hit my coffee like crazy. And then I find out this bread thing. You know, that's actually like sugar too. Yeah. You bread don't say. Essentially, yeah. yeah it's Seriously. pretty much just straight sugar. Well, your, me- so your body metabolizes Guess what sugar. I love? You love bread. I love Which is sugar. Bread. It's cool. so good. So, yeah. I just, <laughs> so never win. Well, that's yeah. fantastic. Well, TJ, thank you for that question. I really appreciate it. So we're probably going to go people to Pizza Hut for lunch. People I'm not saying, what did I just listen to? What, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. We're but, all just uh, squirrels here. It's okay. First and foremost, uh, thanks, guys, for being on again. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, wouldn't be a podcast without you guys. So it'd be just me sitting here talking into a mic, oh, to a cool. camera. So I really appreciate it. Those of you guys who are watching and listening, Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, let us know in the comments below of different things you might want to see on the podcast, yeah. right? Different com- uh, comments about what uh, topics. Um, also, something that might be coming here near in the future, people that you might want to see on the yeah. podcast, uh, special guests, uh, different kinds of things of that sort. So let us know in the comments below. Also, consider subscribing. Uh, consider hitting that bell for that notification so that you know when new com- uh, content is coming out. It's a big deal. Um, also, like whatever you want to do. Have fun, and we will, guys, we'll see you guys next time. See ya. See ya.